0: that song that you sing and king like a king and queen. My guest today is married to my husband's high school best friend. And I heard such good things about them. And I knew how important they were to Adam. So when we first met, I wanted to make a super good impression. Obviously, I was very nervous before meeting them because Adam and I were still in the early stages of dating. And the four of us were spending a long weekend together in Napa. Very intimidating. (laughs) But I had nothing to worry about because she is such a cool person and we instantly clicked. We bonded over our mutual love of sushi, wine, and aritzia. And the rest is history. Anne Stevenson, welcome to On Brand Brides.
1: Hi, Song. Thank you. So funny to hear you talk about being nervous to... Meet Scott and me because as you were saying that, I was thinking I I was nervous to meet Adam too for the same reason just because those guys are so tight. Yeah, and then I know it's like funny to look back like they're both so dorky like <laughs> it's just funny. Either of us was nervous. about I that. know
0: it's so funny when they're together because I feel like they um revert a little back a little bit back to how they must have been in high school. <laughs> uh, yeah, so broy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <So. laughs> Um, so, Anne, besides being an amazing person and friend, one of the reasons I've been wanting to have you on the podcast is because you are a self-described chill bride. Um, at one point, while trying to convince you to come on, I think you literally said you were, quote, not very good at wedding stuff. <laughs> Why do you feel that way?
1: <laughs> yeah. I, well, highly recommend your previous episode with, <laughs> with my friend Kelly. Um <laughs> who is also she's a chill person but she is like a planner like she mm-hmm. she just she has a vision she loves details i think i mean she talked about like i think they even like cooked their own like dinner yeah, their whole dinner <laughs> um, it's crazy that is yeah, yeah yeah i um i definitely had like an idea, like a vision for our wedding, obviously, and I wanted it to be nice, but um, I'm not an event planner. Mm-hmm. Like that is just the last, like, I really, really don't like coordinating people and mm-hmm picking out certain, you know, like all the details, like, as you know, there are so, so many things. And, um, I think I cared a lot about like, like some of the things Mm -hmm. and then other things I was like, I just can't, like, I just like, I don't care. Someone else has got to do this.
0: Totally. Well, I think listeners will really relate because I feel like Kelly is a great example of like one end of the spectrum where you have a vision and you are going to execute it entirely yourself to make sure it goes that way. And then there's this other side of the spectrum where people are like, I just want to get married and, you know, enjoy my wedding and maybe pick out a couple of cool flowers or colors and stuff. But like, I don't want to I don't want this to consume my life, which it really tends to do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I would say that was, that was, I wanted to pick out like, like four or five things. Yeah, <laughs> like, That's what I cared about. And then the rest, I was like, can can we please just make this happen?
0: Yeah. Wedding planning is just so intimidating. And I feel like we need to normalize not being consumed by it.
1: Yeah. And actually, <laughs> I, yeah, that was something I, I guess I wish I knew. Um, Like, knowing myself and knowing that I don't want to be involved in like all of the details. Mm -hmm. Um, I wish I kind of had no, I guess I maybe even known that about myself and acknowledged that beforehand, uh, just knowing like, okay, like I admitting to myself, I am going to need help here. Like I'm going to need someone else, like just the planner at like, I guess, go with the location, the type of event that comes with a planner, Mm -hmm. it comes with a set menu and those types of things. Like they were, that was incredibly helpful for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do you think you, you said you kind of wish you knew this going into it. Do you think you kind of discovered this through wedding planning or is this more like hindsight of 2020?
1: Yeah, I actually, I like didn't know if I would launch into this. (laughs) um, Yeah, I I actually forgot about it. I I had completely put this out of mind until um, I was thinking about our wedding again in preparation for um, your podcast. And I forgot that I had initially booked a different venue, Ooh. so um, I we got married in uh, North Idaho in mm-hmm. uh, a town called Cortland. Nice. Um, it's really pretty. It's on the lake and. I, I knew I wanted something like on the water, if we could do that. And there uh, was this old kind of historic house with a beautiful lawn and, you know, big trees and everything. And I was like, oh, that would be so perfect. And I didn't know anyone that had gotten married there. So yeah. we booked that. um But then, so that's like, that was how short sighted it was for me. <laughs> I was just thinking like, oh, it's so pretty. And, you know, it would be new. And mm-hmm. um I didn't think through okay, like, we're gonna have to, like, figure out the bathroom situation, like, bring in external bathrooms, oh, and, like, bring in, like, you know, like, all of the, like, you start from, like, ground zero with, like, the catering, and the tables, and, yeah. like, literally every single detail, because it's just a beautiful, like, lakefront lawn, and everything else you have <laughs> to do, so. um, But then, uh, there was, like, this storm, and uh, one of the big trees like fell over and crushed like part of the house oh my God. um this was yeah like a few months after we booked the venue so at that point, they were like, "We understand if you don't want to do it here," and it kind of gave me an out. And I was like, Love it, that. "Like, it wasn't even about the tree," but I was like, "Yeah, I don't think this is gonna work." So <laughs> we, we moved the venue to to like a place that kind of came with with the planner and the menu and everything. Yeah,
0: yeah. So you got married in uh, North Idaho, and I know you're from that area, but a lot of people might not be familiar. Um, can you talk about like why you chose to get married there?
1: Yeah, so uh Scott and I live in Seattle. We've been here for about 15 years. Um and it's where we were living when we got engaged. Um and we I think we thought about um getting married out here just um because uh, it's where we live. Um <laughs> but both families and Friends from our hometown, um, where I'm from, uh, North Idaho, Coeur d'Alene, and he's from Walnut Creek, California. So Mm -hmm. it would mean everyone would have to travel. So I think we started looking at. Um, either my hometown or his hometown, um, just for that reason. And uh, Coeur d'Alene is um, is actually quite pretty. Um, beautiful. I know when you say Idaho, it's not. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's funny, kind of like I think the the image that comes to mind. Um, but that, yeah, it's it's really pretty. Um, there are quite a few lakes, and it's also significantly cheaper in Seattle, or it was at the time. (laughs) So that was, uh, how we landed there. And then, um, actually the, our vent, I was really proud to kind of, show it off just mm-hmm. um since scott's family and all of his family friends are from um northern california mm-hmm. and a lot of them i don't think had been to idaho before um, yeah. or that area of idaho or so probably heard of um, it
0: to be honest You're right
1: <laughs> exactly <laughs> so i was i was i don't know for me it felt like like a good chance for i guess um everyone in Scott's circle and people he'd grown up with to kind of get to know me better by getting to know like where I'm from.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I had actually visited Coeur d'Alene on a road trip with Adam and it was beautiful. I think I told you this when we first met, but I'm a huge fan of Idaho just based on the Visit Idaho Instagram.
1: (laughs) I don't think we've talked about
0: this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I've like told so many people about how like I want to visit the dark sky preserve that Idaho has. Um, Are you or you don't even do you even know what that is? (laughs) No. (laughs) Idaho is like the home. Okay. This is like totally wild off topic but like idaho is one of the only i think maybe the only dark sky preserve in definitely the u.s maybe north america and a dark sky preserve is essentially like this entire park where they don't have any artificial lights or anything so if you're there you just see this beautiful dark sky and you can see all the stars and everything so it's one of the most beautiful places to Star days, (laughs) so
1: cool. Yeah, everyone visit Idaho. (laughs) Um, I'll have to look up where that's at. I um, this is Scott doesn't believe me, but um, just like north of Coeur d'Alene, um, I was out there one summer, and you can see the Northern Lights, um, when it's clear. Yeah, obviously, it doesn't look quite as magnificent as it probably would if you were in like (laughs) Iceland or something. Mm -hmm. But it was still very pretty. It was green yeah and yes Scott has said several times he wants to see the northern lights yeah. and I'm always like I've seen them before yeah, and he's like in no, Idaho not really I was like no <laughs> you can't see them Scott
0: is a hater okay like Idaho is much easier to get to than Iceland
1: <laughs> um okay you know, so, so I will tell him about the dark sky preserve.
0: yeah let's do a little Idaho road trip I think it's in like southern Idaho
1: <laughs> okay anyways back on topic
0: so, yeah, this probably. new venue that you ended up going with, um what was it like? Was it did you get married on the lake still or
1: Yeah, it's um there's one large resort in this town. <laughs> um it's kind of a a focal point of the town. Um I and see. they have an event center and they had just I think at the time they just remodeled it. It's on their golf course and it's a, so it was a modern facility and then um the part of the facility that faces the lake Um, is all windows and they're the kind of like sliding windows that open up to a patio. So it's nice. It creates like a a nice kind of like indoor, outdoor lakefront spot. It was, it was really, really pretty. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That sounds really beautiful. Okay. So what events did you guys do? Did you just have a wedding day or did you do multiple things?
1: We had um, a pretty extravagant welcome party that was what uh, scott's mom for the most part planned so that was that was uh his family um gifted us and they rented a cruise boat um so a fairly large boat um to have i think we had hors d'oeuvres and a full bar and everything so that was the day before the wedding so everyone that was in town um got on the cruise boat together and we went around the lake at sunset, um, which was really nice. I think, I mean, you guys did the same thing. It's really nice. Like when everyone attending your wedding has been able to get to know each other and socialize, I think beforehand. So it was, it was, um, it was lovely. I was, happy they planned that um and then other than that I think it was just the weddings. so
0: um okay and then earlier you were saying you only wanted to care about like four or five things what were those things that you did care about
1: I I cared a lot about my dress of course <laughs> yes I think my look was the one thing that I I really did put a lot of energy into I um I cared a lot about the dress I would be wearing so um we found it at a I went to a few shops here in Seattle. Um, and, um, there was one that it's so hard. I don't know if you had the same issue, but trying them on before they're, um, they're fitted to you. It's kind of, I don't know, some of them you're like, I think this will look good when it's tailored, but yeah. I mean, this dress definitely, that was a thing. Yeah. It's hard
0: to visualize cause it's, I don't know, they like clip it and all this stuff. Like if you look at it from the back, it's just like all clips down your back and whatever.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, And this one, the one I I landed on was, um, it was Strapless, which... Uh, wasn't necessarily like the direction I was trying to go, but um it it did look good when I tried it on.
0: It's funny how often that happens. Right. <laughs> it's so funny. Like people always think they know what they want. They go and they're like, This is never the style I would have wanted, but like I knew as soon as I tried it on or whatever.
1: Yeah, because it like it feels good to wear it and it, mm-hmm. it kind of looks natural, yeah. Um and it had like a really nice um it was a it was like a nice silk. So um even though it was a pretty um, I guess it was like an understated dress it was it was strapless and um, it didn't have any like embellishments and then the back had I guess it would be kind of considered like a like a cow you know like a cowl neck but it was um in the back instead mm-hmm. and then um, oh. I think what I think what I liked about it yeah because it was I guess, for all intents and purposes, like a simple dress, but um, because it was such mm-hmm. like a nice silk and um, a pretty fabric, it to me, it kind of looked like more elevated and unique.
0: And then your bridesmaids wore white
1: dresses too, right? Yes, they wore off-white. I actually will oh. say I didn't put, I don't think I put more time into anything aside from researching bridesmaids' dresses. Really? That was, yes. I found it so challenging um because I was trying to find something that everyone would I was trying to be a people pleaser I wanted Mm -hmm. something that everyone would like that wasn't too expensive Mm -hmm. um and it was it was really hard and most of them are so ugly it was (laughs) really really hard
0: (laughs) yeah yeah I guess that's what you get when you buy a dress that's like or when you're looking for a dress that will fit everyone and everyone's style because everyone's so different that it can be really hard to find like a really cool, unique dress. I love the I love the look, though. Like, well, how did you choose? How did you like decide to go with white or off white?
1: I think my sister actually just I think I had been mulling over trying to find a dress that I thought everyone would like for so long that I think my sister, who is my maid of honor, finally just. Found. It, I think most people listening to this would probably know it's just one of the J. Crew bridesmaids dresses. Um, and. <laughs> Yeah. She was like, let's just get this one. So she kind of made an executive decision. And I was like, yep, that looks good.
0: Because you didn't want to. That's so funny.
1: I know. I was like, well, at least my maid of honor likes it. I mean,
0: I love that look. I actually think it's really cool when brides do um, white dresses for their bridesmaids. Like, I think it's a really cool look. And it really goes with what you're saying, the classic timeless kind of Um, style that you tend to go for. So I'm glad that it's becoming more of a thing.
1: You mean like the white dresses?
0: The white dresses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the bridesmaids wearing white dresses.
1: Yeah, yeah. And um, (laughs) actually, I've heard that it's kind of on the outs, right? Like people aren't doing coordinated bridesmaids dresses anymore or even bridesmaids having them yes
0: I mean there's there are a lot of there are a lot of different things I think like the general trend is people are just doing whatever they want and they don't really care what other people think um but yeah I have seen a lot of people doing like white um I think like the most common trend that I've been seeing and I'm sure that, that you've seen as well is bridesmaids choosing their own dresses that's what I did and like for me I just I didn't want to shop for each person and I wanted everyone to feel like they were wearing a dress that they loved and hopefully could reuse later and then could buy it within their own budget uh without anything I did I did hope to like find a couple examples to give them and be like if you can't find anything use this one but it ended like Even that ended up being too much work for me. And I was just like, you guys are on your own. So like, I admire your at least attempt to finding a dress for all your bridesmaids.
1: It's a tricky, that one I didn't anticipate being so challenging. If I did it again, I think I would do what you did.
0: Okay, so besides the dress...
1: What else did you spend time on? I did want – one of the reasons I wanted um, a nice venue or a venue with a view was because I didn't want to spend time on, like, decorations. And what? I kind of – I just thought if we had, you know, a nice enough place, like the venue itself was nice enough, then I wouldn't have to, like, embellish it or cover things up. Or, 100%. You know, so
0: 100%. Yeah. That
1: was – yeah, one of the things I – did not spend time on um (laughs) I did spend time um actually for flowers it was it was really nice we my mom's friend um has a a small garden business so um she did our flowers for us and I think being able to kind of compromise on a specific vision sometimes and let mm-hmm. someone else kind of take creative control can actually yeah. end up being a really good thing um I so I yeah. I gave some guidance to my mom's friend and told her I wanted just kind of greens and whites and you know something that sort of would not stand out so much and I wasn't trying to put you know cover everything in flowers necessarily um just kind of use them as um centerpieces and obviously like (laughs) my bouquet and everything so I kind of just turned over creative control to her which which was nice and I cared about music (laughs) so that was another (laughs) thing I cared a lot about yeah (laughs) Um, I cared a lot about our um first dance song, and then um, my dance with my dad. What were
0: what were the songs that you chose?
1: Um, "If I Should Fall Behind" by Bruce Springsteen for my dance with Scott. So, um, did you guys he, do a choreographed dance? No, and that is one of my bigger regrets is Scott and I did not practice our dance ahead of time so it was (laughs) um it was very awkward and it was (laughs) was, I I felt like everyone at the wedding watched us dance for the first time which isn't true (laughs) but it looked like it
0: (laughs) okay what about with your dad was it a little less awkward
1: yeah that one was my dad um is he I think was nervous to like do like the first dance in front of everyone um, because that's definitely out of his comfort zone. Um, We danced to, it's a song um, by Paul Simon um, called I think it's called Father and Daughter, and oh. I sent my dad like a list of kind of options, and yeah. he picked that one because there's a, a line in it about a golden retriever, and oh. we had golden retrievers growing up, oh. and he so he like picked that right away. He's like that one, with the one that talks about the golden retriever, and I was oh. like, All right. <laughs>
0: that's cute. <laughs> Again, and offloading decisions to other people.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I. I say I cared a lot about music, but then I completely forgot about um planning any music that I would walk down the aisle to. Like that never occurred to me. No one told me I needed to pick out a song. Um and that was probably like the only panic moment I had mm-hmm. during our wedding cuz it was literally like 20 minutes before I was supposed to go down the aisle, and you know you're busy, like yeah. the photographer, like doing all these other things. And someone was like, "We need um, your song that you're gonna walk to," and I was like, "Well, I like I don't have that." <laughs> and they were like, "Well, what do you want it to be?" And it was just <laughs> a scramble. My sister and I were on our we, like we were just on Spotify, like looking through like playlists. <laughs> we we're like, "Oh my god, we've gotta like we've gotta find one," and it. <laughs> I don't know. We ended up picking, I think I chose an Adele song and I, like, I can't even tell you which one it was. And I <laughs> was so flustered. Um, yeah. So that is, yes, yeah, so that was like a total miss on my, my part.
0: I will say that I feel like the aisle walking song and a couple of those different things um, are often like the last thing that people think about. Even people who are like very into the planning. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I didn't, that one, I don't know how I missed it, but it didn't even occur to me.
0: Wait, you had a planner, didn't you? Like, they didn't ask you about it?
1: Right. I thought that, I, I think I just assumed that if I needed to pick something out, they would have asked me about it. But no one had yeah. asked me about that specific detail until like right before I went down <laughs> the aisle.
0: Hmm. I feel like that was a miss on them, not you. <laughs> okay.
1: Yes, we'll go with that. I think so, too.
0: So what were some of your favorite moments of your wedding?
1: I actually really, let's see, I really enjoyed our our ceremony um, because I know I thought it was short and everything, but um, the woman who married us, she she really like personalized what she said. And Mm -hmm. it was the first time Scott and I, Like, we didn't know what she was going to say beforehand. So, um, it actually, yeah, like felt pretty, that part felt pretty special. And then, um, I loved, um, I guess our, our exit, like we had, um, we had everyone had sparklers that, you know, we walked under. So we did that thing. But with the venue, they provided kind of this old wooden boat. um, And so Scott and I got to leave on boat, which was kind of fun. Um, And then yeah, and then I want to say it was my parents, they surprised us with a bottle of champagne. And um, I think there were chocolate covered strawberries like on the boat. So while when it took us from our wedding venue to our hotel where we were staying. It was nice. Scott and I had just like a glass of champagne and the strawberries and we got to, it was just the two of us too and the driver. So it was nice that we had a few minutes to just kind of like sit and reflect on our wedding. That part was really fun. Okay.
0: I want to talk about your wedding photos real quick. Kelly and I were talking about them. Um, I'm obsessed with your wedding photos like I don't know if you know this like they should be on the cover of Vogue what was your vision for the photos
1: (laughs) Um, so I actually got I got really lucky with our photographers I um I have a short story about that we hired it was Sullivan and Sullivan is the photographer and uh it's a couple several years ago I did my yoga teacher training Mm -hmm. and my yoga teacher was his name's Tim and he his wife was actually like in the course with me um they were married at the time but um I got to know this couple uh through the yoga teacher training and then they started a photography business and I think they started it the year that Scott and I were getting married so I think they were building up their portfolio and um I think that I think I got really lucky because it was their first year. So um, they reached out and they were like, hey, we're, we have this business, you know, we'd love to be considered for your wedding. And wow. I was like, great, like if you want to come to Idaho for that. <laughs> um, so... That's how that worked out.
0: Um, Wow. Another situation of you not having to put in the work. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. We like said I was chill, but
1: maybe I'm just lazy slash (laughs) lucky.
0: All of the above.
1: Yeah. So, and it was, it was great having um, a team of two, especially was really nice. So um, we did talk about. I told them kind of styles I didn't like, um, at the time, the photos that were trendy were the really kind of, um, I'm sure there's like a a nice way to describe it, but they looked really kind of washed out to me, like, um, really overexposed, I guess, like Mm -hmm. really like a lot of like, whites and pinks and you know just kind of
0: it's like that certain um, way of editing
1: yes you know exactly yeah and I told them I I didn't like that um so I think I I don't know photography so that was I think as much as I could articulate to them and they were like oh we agree so um (laughs) it was great though they they had this um yeah for for the people who haven't seen our wedding photos, which I'm assuming is literally a <laughs> they,
0: they will and after, yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> um they it was fun they had us um I think there is like a vogue cover it, it was one of those group shots that they did, and uh, they wanted us to like recreate that, yeah. so like the whole wedding party, so they had us kind of pose in a similar way where some people were standing up and some people were um sitting and mm-hmm. like leaning on a chair mm-hmm. and um, they, they recreated a photo that way, which, um, ended up probably sounds corny. It ended up looking, um, pretty cool. A, a lot of it was also like trusting their vision too. Yeah. Cause I remember, um, some of my favorite photos are in this room where I was getting ready and they have kind of these, uh, the whole because it's a lakeside venue they kind of ran with that theme um so they have these kind of lamps that you would find they're they're a little bit um vintage looking and the furniture is um kind of like what you'd expect and kind of like a like lake style I don't know if that makes sense but um I think so. I guess it wasn't good. like what I would pick out and um and uh when we were in there we did a couple photos and one of my photographer brought Scott into and we were sitting on the couch and I, and she was like, Oh, this is great. Like, she was just like the lighting in here. And I just remember thinking like, okay, like we'll do this. Cause she's really into it. And then we'll move outside where I want to be. And, yeah. um, and she was just like, no, this is great. And she like, she just kept shooting photos in that room. Yeah. And, um, yeah, sure enough. I, I, when they came back, I was like, Oh, that's really, really pretty. And they have like, you know like nice shadows like things i wouldn't know yeah. so um yeah trusting her vision was was also i think um worked out worked out
0: yeah i feel like that's kind of the reason we hire professionals is because i've got to assume that you know more than i do so it's like like you said, you can tell them what you definitely don't like. And sometimes you can tell them like, I definitely want some of these things. But any good photographer is going to know like, okay, well, she says she doesn't like this. But if I do this, then she's going to love that. And I feel like just trusting the professional is always the way to go.
1: Totally. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, there's a balance, right? Because mm-hmm. you want to communicate um, your point of view and your vision and what you don't like, I think, but also if you're if you're like me, like you're not a pro- you know you don't know much about like photography or some yeah. of these other um, aspects that professionals are quite good at. Um, trusting them can I, I found it really helpful.
0: So we've talked about some of your favorite moments. I want to hear about some things that maybe you wish went differently or you did differently.
1: Yeah, those would be again some of I think the details that I overlooked and I I do wish I would have maybe put a little bit more energy into so um (laughs) one thing that I I did not do was um you're going to cringe so hard at this. I, like, did not do the table settings, so I... I don't
0: think that's... I'm not going to cringe.
1: Okay. The wedding planner did ask me several several times leading up to the wedding. She's like, I need you to pick out plates you want, like, like what should... Like, basically yeah. everything on the table. Yeah. And I think I was so overwhelmed and maybe a little checked out of the planning process that I I just didn't get back to her and I think she sent two or three reminder emails and I just never like I never picked it out and so when I <laughs> got there I was like it, I remember I was like what are they gonna do like is, like are we, <laughs> are have we any? just not gonna have plates because <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be silverware <laughs> yeah that's kind of what I thought <laughs> and um and they did have like they just went with I guess st- like standard basic mm-hmm. you know, everything was the standard basic like flatware and everything, yeah. which ended up being fine. But I think had I put a little bit more energy into it, I could have um, picked out something that was more customized. So that is yeah. a, a regret.
0: Wait, let me ask you, though. Do you actually regret what was
1: chosen, though? No, I mean, it was fine.
0: <laughs> I I actually yeah. like I did put in a lot of effort planning the wedding and everything. And I did not choose any plates or silverware. Like I didn't know what they looked like until we got there. Even the ta- entire tablescape, I had told my coordinator I wanted something super simple, just like a single runner and like small flowers. But I hate, I just hate when there's too many things on a table. I personally, as a guest, almost never notice what's there. I only notice when there's too much. So I definitely don't think that you made a mistake there. I think that was totally the right call. I think people, Unless you care a lot about silverware, (laughs) like, who cares?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think, yeah, there's like a balance. But I, I mean, overall, that's not something I guess I really look back on and, and regret. I do regret, I think the week leading up to the, or a few days leading up to the wedding, I was pretty wound up. I was trying to, it gets, I don't know if you felt this way, but I got pretty overwhelmed with, um, like people coming into town and, Mm -hmm. you know, I was staying at my parents' house and they were hosting um, some friends and family too. And then Scott was also, um, you know, trying to cater to everyone that was flying in to see us. And um, I, I think if I could change anything, I would go back to that week and just relax and enjoy it. Um, But I felt, I think, I think the pressure kind of got to me a few days leading up to the wedding. And um, I wasn't – I didn't take the time to actually – like, I didn't relax and enjoy that time with, like, all the family and friends that were in town, like, to see us. I actually, like, remember, like, I was, um, I think, kind of in a a planning tizzy at that point.
0: Yeah. No, it is. I feel like the week or leading up to the wedding, just, like, all of these things come up and – I don't know. I feel like I wouldn't even say if it's stress, but it's like anticipation nerves. I don't know. Just like knowing that this big thing is happening. And even if there isn't a specific reason to be stressed, you just know like that something big is happening and your body is like in, I don't know, fight or flight mode. And you're just like, oh, I'm anxious for no reason.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I think you described it really well. I think it did feel like kind of a fight or flight mode. And then also, um, I think I took on, uh, like I like I really wanted everyone who who came to our wedding to enjoy it. So I think I was taking on more um, pressure than I needed to, of like, yeah. wa- like trying to, um, I guess. Make sure everyone else was having a good time, and that's not something you can really control. Like, there's a lot of other things that happen that are just outside of your control,
0: yeah, totally. Yeah, and I think in the end, you just gotta worry about yourself and be make sure that you're having fun.
1: Yes, actually, that's I don't know, I think you just articulated it. I think if I could go back and change anything, that's what I would focus on. I would focus more on making sure that Scott and I were having fun and that yeah. I was having more fun with him instead of kind of um ca- I felt like I was catering to a lot of people at that point.
0: Yeah. Yeah. In the end it's all about you and Scott. So Do you think that maybe some of that stress came from like almost like you did so like maybe minimal planning leading up to it that like when you got there, you're like, there are all these things that I haven't thought about and like, I need to think about them now or I need to start worrying because I haven't yet.
1: Yes, I do. (laughs) I think that's what happened. Yes.
0: Yeah. So (laughs) being chill too early actually bit you in the ass in the end. Right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. <laughs> some, some lessons learned. <laughs> Do
0: you have any final thoughts to share with the listeners?
1: Just actually one other thing that was super fun. Um, yes. We were exhausted after, I think at the end of our wedding. So I had planned on, there are some fun bars and restaurants and stuff downtown. So we went back to our hotel and we were going to change and go out. Um, But I didn't have, quite have the energy for it and then um,
0: understandable <laughs> yeah
1: uh, my sister and her husband and then uh, one of my friends my bridesmaids and her husband the four of them showed up at our hotel and they were like hey like we want to come up and so Scott and I uh, you know like had them up to our room and we ended mm-hmm. up just having like the six of us we just drank champagne in our like hotel suite um until like i think like 2 or 3 a.m. and they all crashed and <laughs> we just had this like weird random private party after it was it, yeah it was completely unplanned and that was also kind of a highlight of the night um nice. that was pretty that was pretty fun yeah that was just something i remembered as we were yeah. kind of going going over the night
0: Wow! Another unplanned thing that you really enjoyed—very on brand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> okay, and so where can listeners find you if they want to see these Vogue-worthy photos, or maybe just <laughs> ask you some—I or some questions about Idaho or other things?
1: <laughs> yeah, um, Instagram's probably a good. Place. Um, my handle is a n n s t e v. Well, thank you
0: so much for coming on the pod, Anne. I knew you'd be great.
1: <laughs> Hope you had fun. I know I did. All right, thanks. Song. I had a great time.
0: <laughs> I will also be posting some pictures from Ann and Scott's wedding on the pod's Instagram at on brand Drop your thoughts about the episode in the comment section. And please don't forget to rate the podcast five stars and leave a little review. Hey, okay, love you. Bye.